BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Jerry's World is brought to you by Less Is More Events. Get in line. Welcome to Cherry's World. Hey, 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 Cherry's World. We got an exclusive today. My boo is in the house. That's right. Daddy's home. And I know y'all going to read into that, but I don't care. Have fun with it. Mr. Shaheem Franklin. That's right. Young rugged child from Wu-Tang is in the house today. And he's going to talk to us about how he feels about coming home in 2020. Shah, thank you for being here, boo. This is Cherry's World. Making Memories Sell Series. It's a sale that allows families and people in our communities in any city, state, or showtime to attend a series of events at a lower price than most, such as like the Trolls Live, Disney on Ice, the Universal Soul Circus, concerts, sports, and more. Contact Less Is More Events at 202-930-3533. Again, that's 202-930-3533. Visit the website, getlimetickets.com. They're on social media, Facebook, IG, Twitter. Less is more events. Get out and lime. Hey, if you're listening to Cherry's World Podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, please give us a five star. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. I want to hear from you. Thank you. Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at cherriesworldpodcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. The week that was and this week's trending topics on Sherry's World. I do got a a ratchet question I wanted to ask you. And this goes back to like a conversation me, you, and um, Sean Harrison had. Um, Okay. So I think we talked about um, Chris Brown going, saying that he was in the club and he said, allegedly said, this is a bad transition, but (laughs) he allegedly (laughs) said, um, no, no dark skinned bitches in the club or some shit like that. Oh. In, my, in my in my section, right? And I remember, you know, I was you know tripping on the fact that he said, you know, um, bitches like that, and the women were upset. Like, what do you mean, no dark skinned bitches? Why can't you have? And I was like, he's saying bitches like. And I remember you and Sean was like, nah, that's 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 not the big deal, you know, the fact that he's you know separating them. And I was like. All right, but so now yeah. flash forward to now, we see I see a lot of women upset that Snoop called Gail a, a doghead bitch. I believe it was a phrase <laughs> of you, but Snoop has been calling women bitches. I mean, that's him and Too Short. That's been their catchphrase since the beginning. And I'm just trying to figure. out, I'm like, which one is it? I'm just confused. Which one is it? Is it I mean, <laughs> I don't get it. So how come it's okay for? Chris Brown to say I want a certain type of bitch 
And nobody, and nobody cares about that part. They just care about the fact that he's separated. <laughs> and then, but you're mad that Snoop referred to Gail as, not you, I'm just saying, people are mad. Yeah, I was gonna say, me, I, you know, I'm not really mad. I, I'm just confused on it. I'm like, well, which one is it? Is it a bad <laughs> word or not? I don't know. Let me explain my piece, right? I'm the type of friend where if you talk about my friend and they're not there to defend themselves, I'm probably gonna chop you in the throat with my fist, right? right. Yeah, as you should. So my homie's dead. Yeah. You know, and so I'm not trying to say calling women female dogs is okay. Right. But on behalf of Unc, I might have called her a doghead bitch too, as I punched her in the throat. But I couldn't reach her. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying assault is okay, but just it was blatant disrespect, man. Right. But what I'm asking, what I'm asking is, how come it's okay or not okay for the word? That's why I'm just confused on. Okay, so I really felt like what Chris Brown said, and I'm a Chris Brown fan. I felt like that was the worst. Like. He's saying, like, if people I, were mad because he was, said light skin, dark skin. Yeah. I'm tripping on the fact he's saying bitches. <laughs> I'm tripping okay, on. Okay, so I wasn't tripping on either one of them saying bitches, really, because men can be bitches too. True. Okay. Chris yeah. Brown, I'm offended because I don't understand why they're always trying to play light, dark against each other. Because really, when a white man looks at anybody, yeah. if you black, you black. Right, right. You know, black people for some reason think, oh, if you're lighter, White people look at you different. No, they don't. You black, period. Doesn't matter if you black with grease and water hair that black people say is good hair, mm-hmm. or if you blickety black uh, with you know kinky curly hair. Right. We are all in the same box. And so I'm offended by Chris Brown trying to separate us like you know, one is better than the other. I got you. All right. That so makes that sense. yeah, that offends me. But bitch, eh, whatever. Okay, all right. I'm not, you know, I say sometimes hit dogs holler. So women <laughs> who've been called bitches and it hurts their feelings, they feel some kind of way about them. It's a trigger for them. Mm-hmm. For me, anytime I've been called a bitch, I've been really mean to that person. <laughs> so if you say it to me, yes, I will own it. All right, so this is what I wanted to ask you. I mm. heard of that name too. Um, Two things. Did you see Nicki Minaj versus Meek Mill on social media? No. Okay, so this is what happened. Both of them are in new relationships. They used to be together. And (laughs) Nicki Minaj's current, I guess it's her husband now, posted a pic, or somebody posted a picture of him, and they were clowning what he had on. So Meek Mill liked it. Nikki saw that he liked it, and so he she posted a, a a a bogus picture of him in some messed up clothes, and she started clowning him. So then he responds back, clowning her, and brings up the fact that her brother is a, a molester and a rapist. Mm-hmm. Well, I take that back. She responds first, saying that he's a, a woman abuser. So he respond. He claps back, saying. You know I'm not a woman abuser, but your brother raping little girls, and you and you hiring a lawyer—that's fact. So you know, just summarizing that. So they went back and forth. Finally, they stopped because he said his his current woman is like, "Why are you, you know, going back and forth with your ex, spending wasting a lot of time?" And her current was the same way. So my question is this: Have you ever had an issue with an ex? And I know it's probably not on social media, but where just like, you know, where you currently in a situation and your ex, you know, have you ever had a similar situation like that? Nah, you know why? Why? There's two reasons. One, <laughs> you're not gonna let that one fly out. Although it's funny, I would like to, but I don't. <laughs> Can I say it in a different way? <laughs> yeah, say it in a different way. Well, I I learned from Amber Rose that all you got to do is hold up your finger and it will control what men say about you publicly. And number two, um, if you don't love somebody anymore or you're not interested in somebody anymore, they're not even on your radar. 
for me, when I'm done with people, it's almost like they're dead. They never existed. Mm. You know, um, I do have some exes who I still speak to, but I love them. They're my friends. They will always be my friends. So there's no. Our friend, are, are you, I don't know, like, do you have a lot of, you know, quote unquote, like real, I guess I shouldn't say that, but do you have like close girlfriends? And what if they started dating like one of your exes? How would, how would you feel about that? Well, my exes are all married. Oh. Except for one. That doesn't mean they're not dating still. Who said that? Should I <laughs> no, say that? <laughs> no. You know what? I can say that they are great guys. Right. Okay. And they are married and they're loyal and they're they're good guys. Good, good. Um, all of us married men are. Okay. I'm not gonna touch that one, but I do have one that's single, Tony. And mm. Tony is like my love of all loves. And if one of my homegirls wanted to date Tony, I would giggle um, and wish her luck. Cause he's, <laughs> he's, he's a work boy. <laughs> he's a handful. Huh? <laughs> he, he's, he's some work. Um, but I would think it was kind of cool because I love hanging out with Tony. So it might give me a new reason to hang out with him even more often if he was dating my homegirl. <laughs> oh man. All right, last but not least. Yeah. For my question. <laughs> um, shaking your head over here. Uh, well, the impeachment, the acquittal, Trump has been acquitted. <sighs> and um, <laughs> so my thing is the speech. Well, I got, oh, I got two more things I got to talk to you about. Hold on, before I get to the Trump thing, I got to ask you this. So you saw the Super Bowl, right? No. Okay. You saw the halftime performance, right? Absolutely. Okay, cool. How do you feel about these quote unquote religious evangel how you say evangel evangelists? Evangelists, yes. Saying that the halftime show was too raunchy and there's actually a bunch of quote unquote Christians actually trying to sue the NFL because of that halftime show. I think they're all hypocrites. They have no problem with the white cheerleaders wearing less than I didn't even think about J-Lo. And um, Shakira had on. I didn't even think about that. That's the and best she, point I've heard. No one, no one else has brought. That's why you know you're the best, Cherry. No, no one else has brought that up. That the cheer. I was gonna go to the fact that, you know, they're selling liquor. I mean, they're advertising liquor and sometimes cigarettes all throughout the commercials, and you don't have a problem with that. But yeah, the cheerleaders are like you said. The cheerleaders are half naked all throughout the game, and those cameras sometimes come right. Not that I'm looking like that. I'm just saying, but there's sometimes where those cameras come right between their legs. The issue that everybody has with Christianity is it's very self-serving. Yeah, and, you know, the rules change and Have no been. judgment changes whenever it benefits their uh, agenda. Yeah. And so, yeah, as long as the white cheerleaders are doing it, it's fine. But two little brown girls, you know what I'm saying, get out there and gyrate, it's a problem. I gotta ask you this: How were you able to see the halftime show and not see the watch the game? How'd okay, you do so that? when the NFL said that they don't support black men, yeah. I stopped supporting the NFL. Okay. And um, YouTube. Oh, okay, so you didn't see it live then? Okay, okay, I thought you saw it live. I Facebook Live, I believe I did see it live. Wow. Somebody was streaming it. Okay. I was gonna say you got real good timing. All right, last one. Um, so Trump is acquitted and he is very proud of the fact that he was acquitted and he, I have never seen like, I don't do nothing, but you know, this about me, watch retro TV, sports and politics. So that's, that's when I'm, when I'm at home to watch TV, that's, I don't know anything new. So I, this is like what consumes my day politics and stuff. When I saw, I actually, <laughs> I was actually listening to his press conference. And I have never, and I've heard all type of presidents. I've never heard a press, I don't know, did you hear this? I've never heard a press conference like this. The man is talking about, he said the whole um, impeachment, this, this is his words, was bullshit. He said, and then the TV didn't even get a chance to to edit it out, you know, it, it ran. He, he called Mitt Romney, uh, another Republican senator, who actually voted to, um, uh, uh, voted him guilty. He 
He called him a sleaze bag, a dirt bag. I mean, I've never heard anything like I just and it's and it's so bad. I go on what I do is I go on Facebook and I just look at, you know, quote unquote people who supposedly taught me about religion when I was growing up. And and I, it's just amazing how they don't like this kid, this guy named Pete Buttigieg. I guess he cause he's gay. But they support they support Trump. Pete Buttigieg supposed to be running for president. I guess he won the Iowa caucus. And he has a husband. And the religious group that supports Trump hates Pete Buttigieg, but they support Trump. And I'm like, these people told me that no sin is bigger than the other. One guy cheats on his wife, the other one has a husband. So I don't I don't know. Like if you said, tell me what's wrong. This is just crazy. The hypocrites. Christianity again being self-serving. I you know, I find it really hard to believe that you said I watch politics. No, you're watching a reality show. Yes, that's what it's turned into. Because that's what it is. Like Trump has has just it's it's not politics anymore. It's a joke and it's a shit show. And 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 Cherry, this, <laughs> this guy, the people in his in his cabinet, they were subpoenaed and they had to testify against Trump. I guess they could have pled the fifth, but they had to testify, right? So so now that he's acquitted, today he just fired everybody who testified against him. Like this is some John Gotti shit. Like, <laughs> I just can't believe he just fired four guys. And then the one guy he fired didn't have nothing to do with it. It's just that he's he, his brother testified, so he fired both of them. I, I've never seen anything like this before. And I'm like, who who's ever honored a bigot? You know what I'm saying? Rush Limbaugh, really? Yeah, I forgot about that part. This is a joke, man. A, 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 a joke, an embarrassment <laughs> to the United States, an embarrassment of mankind. I cannot watch anything. Like, I'm sorry, I can't watch a press conference or anything with him because I feel like it's a waste of my time. Yeah, I, I, it is. It, it, it's a waste of mine too, but I just, you know, I consume myself with this stuff. But. My brain cells seep away and I'm just praying, you know, for the future. Like, how many days do I have to count down until he's out of there forever? And I think that he's going to get a second term. I just, you know, I, it just seems like he's going to get a second term. What worries me is what happens to all these people who are trumpets after the Trump era is over? Like, I, I don't know. It, it just, wow. I just, I'm just really shocked by the people that support him. And it's just, I'm so shocked by the people that support him. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm shocked and disappointed in mankind. You know, but they, they'll swear to God, I'm not the racist. I'm the lessest of the evils. And no, you're not the racist, but you bought the rope. Yeah. You didn't hang, but you bought the rope. You're okay with it because it's self-serving, just like Christianity, self-serving. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to put down Christians, but it's, you know, there's, there's like this rule with white Christians and self-serving with black Christians and self-serving like Tyler Perry is, is they made Tyler Perry, but they have a problem with gay men. Fuck out of here. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel the same way because I, I told somebody, I was like, I looked at, I watched, like I said, I watched the whole impeachment thing. You got one side that's using the constitution to, <laughs> accused Trump of the highest crime and you got the other side using the same constitution to defend him of the highest crime and I'm like mm -hmm. how, does this, how does this happen I said you know this reminds me of the bible <laughs> you got one side using the bible to say slavery and everything was okay then you got another side saying that slavery like, it's just I just don't really believe anything man made anymore I don't believe it's anything. completely self serving yeah. and as long as it's as long as it's serving my agenda at this moment, I'll claim it. That's what people do. Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. You know how I feel about all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Can you believe yeah. uh, that J-Lo is 50 years old, though? J-Lo look good, boy. You don't understand. I need to get down on the on the ground at night and do some push-ups and sit-ups. I mean, J-Lo's body is banging. 
definitely. I is. want that. That's my fifty gold. <laughs> yeah, she did a thing. I, I also don't see how anybody can hate on that. I'm forty. Well, it's easy when they look down and, and they can't see their coochie. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. their stomach is in the way. Well, I'm talking they about. The, I'm talking about the men. <laughs> Like what man does that? Who's like what man get upset about J Lo? <laughs> that makes no sense. Uh, one that's in the middle of nowhere that believes in having ten wives. Yeah. And that way he can control them, having them dressed like the Amish. <laughs> this is Cherry's World. If you are a faithful listener of Cherry's World podcast, but you want more or you want to see the shows first, please join us and subscribe to our page on Patreon. Not only will you get to see the shows, but you'll get to see them before anybody else. Welcome to Cherry's World. Making Memories Sales Series. It's a sale that allows families and people in our communities in any city, state, or showtime to attend a series of events at a lower price than most, such as like the Trolls Live, Disney on Ice, the Universal Soul Circus, concerts, sports, and more. Contact Less Is More Events at 202-930-3533. Again, that's 202-930-3533. Visit the website, getlimetickets.com. They're on social media, Facebook, IG, Twitter. Less is more events. Get out and lime. So, Shy, let me reintroduce myself to you. Okay. I haven't seen you in I don't know how long. Uh, Approximately, probably about maybe seven and a half years, maybe. Seven and a half years. Welcome yeah. Home, sir. So yeah. I, I'm a mother now. Yes, you are. And thank you for coming to visit Cherry's World, Mr. Seven. You've yeah. been gone seven and a half years. I can't explain to you. No, I've been going. I've been going for about six and change, but I haven't seen you in about seven and a half. I'm so happy that you're home. Oh. Uh, like for real, for real. Yeah. I learned about, okay, so I know Shaheen Franklin, the man, right? But this time when you left, unlike last time, I guess social media wasn't such a big deal la- the yeah. first time you left. But now yeah. you left, social media is a big deal. People were reaching out to me after um, our pictures were in media takeout. <laughs> yeah. And I was reintroduced to an artist that I didn't uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. I'm so proud of you. So today we want to talk. <laughs> we want to talk about your career because I don't know that person. I know the man. Yeah. I don't know uh, the career. Okay. So how did you fall in love with hip hop? How did the career thing all start? Because I'm slow. Uh, you you got to catch uh, me up. Well, I mean, I've always was a fan of hip hop. You know, from watching Kane, LL, Public Enemy. You know on a big stage and then like around around the neighborhood, you know, I was a fan of hip hop from the RZA, GP Wu, Pop the Brown Hornet, um, uh, Method Man, Ghostface from our neighborhood. So I was always attracted to it. So I used to just be kicking it around, you know, the older dudes and just started writing and learning how to express myself to writing. And now, this this man over here is the one I was talking about you one day and you wasn't home yet. And he said, uh, oh, my man was on In Too Deep. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the lines. That's what's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> man told LL about everybody trying to buy the turkeys. They're like, yeah. Not, not, not buy the turkeys, but God yeah, give arm on you and shit. And he's yeah. like, anybody wants to eat with God. <laughs> he said, yeah, okay, act like you're spending my money. You're spending your own money. <laughs> yeah, and then and then he mooks me. Yeah. If you look at it real if you look at it real if you look at it real carefully, 
you see me flinch before it's coming because <laughs> I is before the set, he'll be talking junk, you know what I mean? Yo, I'm gonna I'm mush the shit out of you on this shit. So I'm sitting there waiting for it and here it comes, you know what I'm saying? Yo, uh, that was like a legend, classic movie, man. Like, man, it was such a dope movie. He, he was like, you never seen the movie? I said, nah. So I had to go back and watch it because I missed it. <laughs> it was hilarious. And then somebody yeah. wrote me on social media and was like, "You never saw Shia on Parenthood?" Yeah, so Parenthood. Like, yeah. Parenthood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, you know, you know me, Sherry. I never, I don't, I don't go around wearing a hat that says, "Hey, this is who I am. This is what I do." So, if a person don't know, I, they just don't know. Like, it's so funny though. Like, I knew that. Like, when he was out with Shia, everybody knows him. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. knows him. Everybody's like, Shy is one of those people where, like, if you ever meet him, you're not a stranger. Yeah. Like, he's like warm and welcome, like coming home. So I just thought he had a whole bunch of homies everywhere. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fact. That's a fact. So I, I literally like started learning about your career while you were gone, and I have a newfound appreciation for your art form. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. You and now that you're much. home, I, I want to know what's next. Um, well, right now, you know, while I was away, you know, I um completed my autobiography. And um the first project I'm gonna release. Well, I'm gonna do it in in in, in increments. Um increments, um audio book with a little twist to it. And thank you for coming and being a guest and playing my mom, the voice of my mom and my audio book. Anything. That's really great. And yeah, man, we're gonna put that out and, um, you know, hopefully get a movie deal behind it. And, um, you know, we're talking that. Yeah, we're talking Netflix. A lot of people's interested. Um, but again, you know, I've learned from my, experiences and it's just like it just has to be right and no nigga business you know what i'm saying just straight up business and i'm more than willing to you know get back out there and get back on the screen and do some acting and you know I try love to it. make it happen so you know you said it you want to try to get back on the screen and do some acting your girl been doing a little yeah. bit of producing so if i call you yeah. Yeah. You better answer yeah. the phone. Uh, you know that. I could cut it out. You know that. That's <laughs> definitely, that's without a question. Thank you. Yeah, yo, how do y'all know each other? <laughs> uh, I don't even, damn, it's probably been over 20 years now. Um, I think we met, did we meet in a strip club? <laughs> Legs. <laughs> Yes, I think we met in a strip club in, 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 in California. We met in a strip club. And we just started hanging. And uh, who else was there too? Uh, uh, Suave. Suave. Yeah, shout out to Suave from Cali. That's my boy. So, so and, Jerry um, was making the rain? Mer Merlin Santana. Yeah. I don't think she... Was you making it rain that day? No. I don't know because I remember I was in there and it was like, oh, I was like, who's that? And he was like, that's, that's Cherry. You don't know who Cherry is? I was like, I was like, oh, okay. And then we, I, you know, just I was not it. on the pole. Let's just no, clarify. No, no, no. I wasn't on the pole. <laughs> I mean, I, he was chilling like in a little area or whatever. And we come in there. We about 100 dudes. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, we was just hanging out. We just, you know, start talking and, you know, and just pretty much been in touch ever since. <laughs> I'm, I'm still i'm still tripping on the strip club so yeah <laughs> Mer yeah merlin santana man that's a, yeah, that's a strong peace. name man rest yeah. in, rest in and peace eric benet i was i was actually in the corner harassing eric benet because i was like yeah. why are you in here <laughs> yeah hallie at home like, yeah what you, yeah what are you doing yeah you, you sit next yeah, to me trying to eat chicken wings like yeah, that was, man, that was some good times, man. It was a great Definitely. time. I love Trish. I miss Trish. Trish? I mean, Trish. Trish. 
Trish was the was the, the big chick who ran legs. Remember, she oh, also. Okay, okay, okay. You um you took me up and what was the other one? Dublin's um you know the the gay club that I had never been in. Oh yeah, that was all. The uh, one on Santa Monica. It's in all the rap songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was legend back then. I don't know. I, I haven't been up in years, but I don't remember legend. what it. Yes, it was legendary back then, and Shy yeah. really had me in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed like he would have. He seemed like the type yeah. that would. Yeah, we was just rolling. Yeah. I remember some happened in one of them clubs one time, and shit. This is when we got tight. Shit, something happened. We got to some shit. I don't know. Cherry pulls up with the car. I'm like, all right, we out of here. And she was like, my boy. She was like, this motherfucker was trying to leave you, something like that. But she, we was wild. We was we, we had some fun times. Yeah, out of control. <laughs> if social media was around there, boy. I'm so thankful. There was there was no paparazzi. They did not have a job title, and there was no, no. social media. Speaking yeah. Of, uh, paparazzi who the hell took those pictures of us i have no idea see that started happening it weird things started happening and i don't know if i was telling you beforehand about it because it just started happening it was just like i don't know because it happened before i was with um afterwards big Ange, rest in peace big Ange. So you know me, I get myself in all type of things, right? So I met Big Ange, so she's from Staten Island, Marlboro, yeah. so I go to her party. So I, I don't, she don't know me, really, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, congratulations on the show, and it's her boss, so yo, let me get, let me treat you to a drink, boom. So we just start throwing them back. Next thing you know, she's like, give me a kiss, I fucking love you. So I'm like, I'm kissing her. Next thing you know, I wake up in the morning, I'm on media takeout, kissing Big Ange. Big Ange, but he was supposed to be my man's. So I didn't know whether yeah. I was supposed to be mad or not because they used to <laughs> pictures like a year after I saw you. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was yeah. a whole year later. Yeah, that was crazy. It's a trip how they flip the narrative. Talk about flipping the narrative. What are you gonna do now that you're home to make sure that you stay in control of um, the brand and everything you got going on. Well, as far as what I mean, I don't really think as far as like controlling it. Like if people are out taking pictures, like it's crazy because I I come out my house the other day, so I see a car sitting there. It's just a black car, tinted window. So I'm looking out, I'm looking out the window. I'm like, who the hell is this? I wasn't respect nobody. I come out and it's just I'm looking. I'm trying to look behind the glass. Got a phone right there and shaking. So I'm like, this, I'm waving at him. Like, hey, how y'all doing? What's up? It's me. Hey, my police. What's up? Whoever you are. So I don't know. I don't think I can control that. But um, just by just being careful with what I do, you know what I'm saying? And, and being careful with what I'm able to get caught doing or a picture of or some video of, you know what I mean? And just be wise on who I sit there and talk to because people like to flip things and twist your words and make it into things that it's not. Absolutely. So it, have you changed your circle? Or um, Well, the funny thing about going to prison is your circle changes and you don't have control of that because life goes on so it's like then you put back into a world where you haven't seen people in years well in my case years almost a decade kind of you know what i mean and you're put right back in front of people that you're supposed to be like yay i love you and yay and you just it's like you're strangers they're strangers to you again so you, you have to re-establish your relationships and then as you change it changes all the dynamics of it. So you wanna you wanna you wanna keep it like it is, but sometimes you just gotta let it go and just move forward. You know what I mean? So it's been like that for me since I've been home. It's like even around my way, I'm seeing people and they're like, yay. And it's hard to accept to accept it because you're like, damn, like so much love, right? But then when you need to love the most, it's not there. So then it's like, damn, what is this? It's just like, yo, is this is this even real? 
You know what I mean? And that's one thing that I struggled with coming up, being a, a child entertainer. It was like everyone claps for you when you when you're doing well and you you got this big image in your head that all these producers and these rappers and these actors and these record execs and labels really care about you as a person to when you don't got a hit record or you're not on the screen it's on to the next hot act and as a kid that can be like damaging to you you know what I mean so you kind of I mean I wouldn't say seek out for attention but it's kind of like it just it's just weird it's like if your parents get divorced and your dad stop coming around now you know, you're just sitting on a step waiting for him to come, you know? So, I don't know. I mean, I just, the biggest thing I learned is not to expect anything. I no longer have expectations. It don't matter. What it is is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. And I just enjoy every moment for what it is. If they ain't one tomorrow, fuck it. Yesterday was cool, you know? I, I, I just, I, I just, go ahead, Courtney, to ask your question. I'm just sitting here smiling at him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, you was gone for a minute, man. Um, what, what, what would you say to anybody, um, that might be incarcerated and like, like, I don't want to say like tips, but like, you know, how to survive or just like keep your head up or like, like, what are some things you did? Just to just to stay focused on, because you know you was coming out. But, you know. Well, it, it's a transition into prison as well as out. So you know, you fresh off the street, you thrown in the cell. First of all, fifty guys in there, nobody knows each other. Everybody's, you know. Then you you get housed, and you in the housing area, and and you and you know. But as time goes by, these people you're living with them and you get to know dudes. Like I know some dudes way better than I know some people that I knew all my life because it's the all day thing of it. Like, you know, when you're in the streets, like, yo, we hang out today. I right, check you later. Go do our thing. But we talking 24 hours around each other. So these people become your new family. And, um, for me, what I start at first, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of difficult to transition. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I had, I had serious crimes, so I was placed in real intensive units and around some real dangerous people, you know what I'm saying, in maximum penitentiaries with with notoriety. So here it is, you know, oh, that's dude, that's boy, who's saying, oh, oh, oh. So now, now a different persona because I have that, but I'm also another way. So then I was fights and all things of that nature and you and and you start to think like the things that you will fight for and you have to fight for and the things that you can't let slide it's like a timing it's like a timing it's like if if someone let's say say some slick shit to you you have a certain you have like a one point of a tenth of a tenth of a second to respond because if you respond respond to that any minute later got them you ain't as tough so it's always it's always that so it's like something as small as like yo yo i like i like like, yo i like i like your shoes fuck you mean you like my shoes what's up like that's it yo at the seven o'clock nobody using the phone but certain individuals nah i need mine so you know Oh, hold on a second. Yes? No, I'm on an uh, interview. What are it you doing? It sucks. I'm like such the bad friend, Courtney. I never wrote him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad she came in and lightened the mood up because them stories you was telling me was, whoo. Oh, yeah, but you know, um, but it's like that, man. You know, so it's like you, but then, then you go through, it's two ways you could do it, man. You could be one that's with the negativity and you could gang bang and you could be into using drugs and selling drugs or you can choose to educate yourself. You can choose to, you know what I'm saying, read. And what starts to happen is that 
dudes that have life and that is chasing. It's a whole different community of intellectuals that's into law, that's fighting for their freedom. Then you got dudes that's just trying to just better themselves. So then that becomes a community within itself. But it's like with anything, then they're not going to just let you get down. You know what I'm saying? So it has to be observation. And there's always somebody watching you when you least suspect it. All eyes are always on you, you know? So I chose after a while of going through the same things over and over again. It's like, you know what? It's time to do better, you know what I mean? So then I just started focusing on educating myself, spending more time myself, writing, getting my getting my education, getting my diploma, getting vocational trades and things like that. And, you know, and then good thing I did because those are all the things that helped me when I had to sit in front of a parole board. You know, when you're sitting back and, and you got six years ahead of you until you're first even eligible for parole, that that's just seems so far away that you're not thinking that the stuff you do now is going to affect you then. The same way as when we kids, we don't think our the choices that we make when we're younger is going to affect our adult life. You know what I mean? And that's and that's that's one of the things that I had to learn that I kept finding myself getting in situations trying to fit, learning the consequences and trying to get out of it once I'm already in it. So I had developed a skill now to consider the consequences before my actions. You know what I'm saying? So now before I go to from something so small to something so big, before I go to a certain neighborhood at a corner store. I have to think about that. Hold on. Chances are I go to the store. Chances are this is a neighborhood like this. Chances are I'm going to need a firearm because this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? That don't change because I change. So you have to remove yourself from that situation because you're always going to be that. It's like nothing I could do. Like, yeah, I've changed. I've grown up. But if I'm in certain areas and me and certain people see each other, we only known for one thing. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Just because I change, you know what I'm saying? Don't mean the game changes. And I think a lot of us fall victim to that. And I, and I, you got to know your place. You know what I'm saying? And once, once I experienced that, I found out that that's not for me. This is Cherry's World. If you haven't yet, you need to check out Shy Figaro's Couture. It boasts with a distinctive line of contemporary apparel and accessories that represents beauty, sex appeal, with a daring look that orchestrates the message of confidence. Shy Figaro Couture is all about uniqueness. They create an extreme passion for fashion, and each piece in their collection has a unique story of its own. You know what makes them unique is that they focus on the distinctive and trendy silhouette that influences the way people dress. If you want to know where I got my secret pieces in my closet, make sure you check out shyfigaro.com. Well, in New York, it's not called strikes. It's um, it's called it's felonies, and then you have persistent felony. You have you have first time felons, then you have predicates, which is second time felons. Then you have three time felons. It's sort of like the same thing, but if you have three three of the same nature of felonies, it's mandatory life sentence. So, if you have a, if you have let's say two robberies and um a drug sale you can't get life for that but if you have three two robberies and one gun conviction at that time of that last gun conviction you must get life on the end so it could be seven to life eight to life ten to life you know what i mean and my 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 situation i have I'm, i'm a predicate violent offender so i have two violent felonies so if i get myself into a violent situation in the state of new york again mandatory by state law i must have a life sentence now how much the life depends on what it is you know what i mean and i have i have a a non-violent felony so i have three felonies but just not three of the same type of felony so so you're saying you're gonna move from move out of new york though right 
Um, yeah, man, that's 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 the plan. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's the plan. But with with everything, man, it takes preparation, and it's like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And he's gonna make yeah. sure he never he never gets put in one of those situations again. Oh nah, man. But you know. I, but I just look at it like, man, you go through what you go through, and God don't put you through nothing that you can't can't stand. And I had to go through those things because I wouldn't be who I am now if I didn't go through all of those things, everything. So I welcomed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Shy, you're the first person who ever um, taught me about 48 laws of power. Okay. And knowledge of self. So I know that you've been having a lot of time to yourself to do nothing but manifest your future. What's going on the next five years for you? Um, well, fortunately, I've learned to just enjoy the moment because if you're so busy focusing on down the road, you miss all the little things on the road there to get it. You know what I mean? So like I said earlier, I just want to enjoy each moment and maximize each moment to, to the fullest that I can, even if it's even to just being happy for the day. Tomorrow come, we try being happy again tomorrow. And then next thing you know, you got a whole year. It's like with sobriety. You know what I'm saying? Or anything that you, the next thing you know, you got 20 years of happiness or 20 years of working. And this is just every day. It's like the clock resets every day. Absolutely. I'm for me, you know, for me, you know? yeah, for me, that's, 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 that's how, that's how I look at it, you know, because you can't, man, you can't, you, you, yesterday's, yesterday's over and tomorrow is not promised. So why do I, why would I worry about my past and why would I be so focused on the future and not enjoy right now? Because if, why? What are you enjoying most about right now, like being home right now? Um, to be able to open the door, like I can open the door, go outside. Like my first night home, I just kept going outside, open the door, like, oh, shit, go outside, sit on the porch, oh, shit. Um, fuck with the water, make the water hot, make it cold, like, oh, shit, you got control. Just having a control, you know what I mean, and, and choice because you don't have that. It's like shower, on the showers. Everybody in. Up, time's up. On the child. Everything's programmed. So I, I took I took the um the programming aspect of it and just like there, I don't have to be in jail or prison to have a program. So with certain things that I that I took with me from there that I won't compromise for. I won't comp nothing, I won't compromise it for nothing. And that's an hour day of reading. You know what I'm saying? That's just time by myself. You know what I mean? And that's that. Like, I'm not going to compromise that. And I'm not going to allow people to pull me out of that because that'll happen. Everybody grab, yo, yo, come over here, come over here, do this, yo, do that, do that. And then it's just like, why, what would I get out of it? Is it worth me? What Would you want me to come over here for what? Like, uh, nah, I'd rather just read my book. You know what I mean? Or try to put you back in that element. And it's like, I know my triggers. I know me. You know what I'm saying? What are your triggers? Would you share those with us? Is that too personal? My triggers? My triggers is loud fucking hip hop, marijuana, weed, chicks, the whole life, the lifestyle. You know what I mean? So I just know that I got to really be careful. In, the, in that type of environment because that quick you get the fuck it in you the next thing you know it's like fuck parole and get me when you get me nigga you know what I'm saying until you wake up like oh shit they looking for me now <laughs> I gotta go nobody wants you at the house and shit like oh nigga they, they might come kicking this door in a minute and oh, then yeah. for me for I don't me, know anything about kicking in the doors but for me, you know, the funniest thing is when they do get me, they be like, I thought you was just so much bigger because, like, they come like, I'm El Chapo. I'm like, yo, it's not that serious, you know? How how personal can we get right now? Um, I don't know. This is your show. 
I mean, I, I don't want to bring up old shit, but um, when you talk about when they come to get you, so yeah. I wake up one morning and I wake up to a like what the fuck who's knocking on my door like the goddamn police it was yeah. the goddamn police i don't know courtney courtney might want to cut all this out because yeah, you know it's not coming on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not using none of that courtney's face okay we won't talk about it. <laughs> but no they, when they show up for shy they do they it was like 15 white dudes and guns running through my house and i was like you you know what it is it's like it's the same for me as it was for like, I say like Malcolm or anybody that has the ability to captivate an audience and speak. I was just doing, I was just using my power in the wrong way. Now that I've learned what my purpose is and I've learned my purpose and I know what I'm supposed to do, the role I'm supposed to play, even with going to prison, to seeing the state of mind that our people's in, in and the conditions that we're living in and people are living in right now, in prison right now, the conditions, man. You think you think this police brutality on the street, this police brutality in there. And then when people ain't getting that love and support for people at home, they think nobody cares and they will lose you in them prisons. You I'm know? But nah, life, life goes, listen, life goes on. And I also understand that I, I needed that. I was taken away to be by myself to deal with it. Because if that's the case, it would have went another way. And then how would I have that time to even think and to figure it out if if if, if it was like that? So I, I even take that. I tell people all the time, yo, I'm not, I, I'm not mad at all. You know what I mean? It's my, it's my journey. I got to go through my journey. Now, it's not fair for someone else to have to sacrifice because it's not, you're not the only one doing time. Your family's doing time, you know what I mean? Your children, you know? Everybody affects everybody, so. Oh, Courtney, don't back up from the microphone. What's up? What happened? I'm listening, bro. Like, I, like you know, between us, you know, I, I got a, um, a loved one. He doing a, um, like a 10-year stretch, you know, hopefully yeah. only be eight. So, you know, I'm listening, yeah. man, because, like, you know, I, I, I'm hearing, you know, he, he he's able to, you know, text message. We text message still. Yeah. But, but um, you know, I, I ain't been out to see him, you know, so but I'm listening. I just, you know. Yeah, I, you know, he, you know, he, yeah, it's important, bro. Even if it's once in a while. See, this is where people get, people get confused, right? It's not all the time. Yeah. People, you know, you sitting there like, especially dudes. Dudes want a chick coming up. Like, I remember boys used to come up when they did come up. I'm like, come on, man. I'm ready to get back to this thing, man. You know what I'm saying? But it's just a surprise. You know what I mean? Oh, snap a card. Oh, some, some pictures. Oh, you know what I mean? These are the things that, believe it or not, make or break your day. You know what I mean? Can make or break your day easy. And, and that's one thing I hated about prison, that I was dependent. I was dependent on a phone call. I was dependent on a piece of mail coming through. I was so dependent that I didn't have no control. So then I said, yo, how am I allowing these things to control me? Hold on. Then I, then I took the, I took the value out of it. So then it didn't matter. Then it started falling smooth. Can I, can I ask a question? You just said you don't like things to control you. Mm-hmm. So, did you do drugs? I did a whole lot of drugs. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you're laughing. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, what do you mean you didn't know? <laughs> I mean, I knew I knew you smoked weed, right? Yeah. Um, did you do other drugs like while you were around me? Well, my my choice of my choice of drug at the time, my choice of drug was PCP. I smoked angel dust. I I didn't. That was my choice. Um. Yeah, that was my choice. But um. When I was, but but when you were around, like when we were. Around, I, I mean, well, I might not smoke uh, in front of you or around you, but no. But like, I did I see you high? That's what I'm saying. Of of course, but you wouldn't have known it. it you wouldn't have known. There's no way you would have known it. You know what I'm saying? Because that was just my shit. Like you know what I mean? So it was just like a blunt for me. 
but you're sober now. Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't fucked around in years. Even before I went in, I wasn't I wasn't smoking. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. I know, really. That was something else that somebody dropped in my ear while you were gone. Yeah. They were yeah. like, Shy was always high. I said, Shy might have smoked weed, but I never saw Shy high. And they laughed at me. Yeah, you know how stupid say, hey kid, walk straight, man, see ya. <laughs> I missed it. Well, I missed I mean, it. But see, it was acceptable. See, this is what it is. It, it was acceptable. It wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we did where I'm from. We grew up, we, that's what we did. We fucking smoked Bobby Digital and we fucking rap, made rap records. And that's just what we did. You know, nobody was thinking of the after effects and it distorts your, 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 your judgment. You know what I mean? So, so now that you're home and you're sober, the state of hip hop. What do you What do you want to say to these young boys out here now who are glorifying drugs and diet? Um. Oh man. See what I don't never want to be because I had that. You don't never want to be the, the the preacher. Yo, don't do this. Don't do that. People, a person's gonna make their own choices, and they gotta go through their hell to come out right. You know. All I could say is that how it affected me. And if someone can learn from me and save themselves that trip, then so be it. You know what I mean? Um, I think I think it's dangerous. They, they, they smoking all type of stuff that you don't even know what it is. And especially our community, we're, we're taking, you know, pills and things like and and I I've took I've taken some pills. I've had some ecstasy before. I've done, you know, but where was I? <laughs> I don't know now. I'm like now I'm just, but yo, I just everything was like phew, phew. But come on, Chevy, you kinda blind too to certain things. You know what I'm saying? So you kinda blind. So I mean, you know you know, so that's very easy. You know what I'm saying? You just thinking, oh, he had a little liquor. He's a little hyper right now. <laughs> hey, that nigga, like, oh, hey, like this nigga party like a motherfucker. <laughs> but you always took care of me. You always made sure I was okay. Yeah, like, because that's 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 my job. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you. <laughs> Yeah, man, I don't know. Like, you know, sometimes I look back and I'll be like, yo, I, I, I just laugh at God, man, because it's like there's people who done the things that I've done and didn't get a chance to live. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, big fella, you really got me in his best interest because there's many nights out of, for the, the amount. It's some night out, smoke some dust, smoke some weed, drink some liquor, pop a pill, all in the same night. You know what I mean? So I, I know that I'm blessed because there's people that is just one. And that's that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Damn, Sean. When they told me that, I almost wanted to fight them. I just want you to I mean, know, like, I was like, I, mean, I didn't do no drugs. Nah, like, but come on. They made it seem like nigga had a, like, nigga had a crack pipe or something. I don't smoke no crack or nothing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I didn't, I, I mean, I don't know. I was thrown aback. Yeah. Cause they was talking about a man I never, I, and they were like, he was with you, you was with him. And I was like, no, I wasn't. I never saw not, nothing. Well, I, I mean, saw food. Now, now, if, if you, if you would have seen it, then that means I'm not doing my job. Like it's not, for, you know, it wasn't really for show. Like everything ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And I was always conscious of that when we would be out that like, yo, I had a, especially with your moms, like I had a responsibility. Like what the, what the fuck I'm going to say coming back? Like, yeah, well this happened and now she's in this situation. Like, nah, like. Thank you for always you taking can't, care. You can't, you can't, you know, you're welcome. You know, you can't, you can't be like that. You gotta, you know, but now, you know, you know, but those are the things that make us, you know what I'm saying? And nobody's exempt from making mistakes and going through trial and error and learning in life. It's just a fact of, you know, getting it right. Because if you continue to do the same things and expect different results, you're insane. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I've done the same thing for a very long time. And then I look back, I'm like, damn, what the hell did I just do for the last 
so many years, like time. And maybe that was that was something that I had to learn to cherish was the time. You know what I mean? Like spend my time wisely. You know what I mean? Courtney's over here soaking all this up. Yeah, yeah, you deep brother. I'm listening to everything, man. <laughs> so when is this book coming out? When is the audio book coming out? Um oh, I, I don't know. I don't know at this point. Um what I'm trying to do is very like different and unique with it. What I'm trying to do. Well, not what I'm trying to do because I'm actually doing it. But um so I'm 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 probably gonna release the um the, the prologue and the first chapter first. Um on all like I wanna release it on the streaming services and just let it get out there and let people, you know, get familiar with my story, you know, because there's two stories. It's like I have a parable. I got the kid rapper that signed the Virgin Records when I was 13 years old to the kid that had a mom who struggled with drugs at the same time and lived a life of streets and violence and drugs and women and to big stages and big rap records and movies and television. So it's two, it's two stories that's parallel. And I just want to get the story out there and make people get a little more familiar with me that don't know the inner, the, the things underneath the surface. And then after that, probably do some music. And, you know, just one day at a time. Sound like I'm in an NA meeting one day at a time, now, bro. If you one could collab with any artist that's out now, who would it be? Hmm. If I could collab with any artist right now, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, you know who I like? Um, I like Rap City. Is that her name? Rap City. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She has that she has that song of Feeny. When I heard that song, I, I, I fell I fell in love with her music. That's somebody that I would like to work with. And you you may on your own social media. So if people want to hit you up, where where they find you? Um, oh, you know, my Instagram, Shaheem underscore rugged. And, you know, it's me. I'll I, I, I respond. Okay. Courtney, you got any more questions for him? I, no, I don't got a question. I'll just say thank you, man. You know, um, for, for telling your story and, you know, being so open and, you know what I mean? Like, that's all I can say, man. I mean, I'm listening. I, I, like she said, I soaked it all in. And, and I, you know, I always feel yeah. like I, I just never understood, like, brothers, you know, well, sisters, too, who I wouldn't wish jail on nobody. I ain't never even been. Well, 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 hold on, hold on now. There's some motherfuckers that need jail. No, no, like, yeah. you know what no. I mean, man. I ain't talking, no. about, you know what I mean, though. I just wouldn't, I don't know. <laughs> I just, hearing your story, though, I, I, I appreciate that, though. Yeah, thank you. Nah, but that's real shit, though. It's some motherfuckers who need jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, if you, if you didn't control, like, and I'm gonna even say it for myself, like, sometimes, man, like, I, me personally, I needed it. You know what I'm saying? Did I want to go? No, I didn't want to go. But I needed it at that time, man. Ain't no telling what I'd have got. I'd have probably got myself in something way worse. You know See, what I mean? But let me say this, though. See, I, and I heard um, Meek Mill say something similar. He was like, yeah, but you know what? I, I needed that. And Jay-Z or somebody was like, nah, that's what that's that's what we got it messed up. We got, they made us think that we need that we no. we need something else we don't need that we need you know work on the outside so we don't have to go in the inside you know what i'm saying so that that's that's the, that's the logic I, I took from um you know what what those brothers were saying though you know because like you said it's a fucked up place man it's just it's a fucked up place yeah but that's where that's where a lot of our people is at man yeah. a lot man it, a lot man it's like warehouse you yo it's like it's like in in them reception centers. It's like just imagine a, like a bus depot. Every all the buses coming in, and it's just like a revolving door. Hundred coming this way, hundred going that way, hundred going this way, that way, all day. The bed is never empty for a whole day. Soon as somebody pack up and he's leaving, somebody's in for that bed. 
from straight from straight from county straight from county when you leave to go upstate somebody's leaving upstate to go home someone's leaving that maximum security going to a medium you going to the max you taking is you he taking that spot he taking that spot revolving door revolving door revolving door and how do we how do we how do we change that right you say that but then you have to do i read a book by um michelle alexander um it's called um uh the new jim crow and how the prison system was started was from slavery exactly. because once they freed the slaves mm-hmm. they started saying how can we control this so it was like for little tickets of saying like oh he crossed the street jaywalking if you couldn't pay that fine you went to jail and you worked on a slave you worked on a, in, in, on a slave and picking cotton and you did that that's all prison is now right it's just cheap labor so it's for 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 the for people who's in control, lock them up in these poor communities, send them in here and let them work and be a slave. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. You know, it's a system. All right. I love You're it. welcome. I, I love, love I, I, I love do. It. I adore me some shy. Will you, <laughs> you come back again soon? He hung Did up. He, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, this Please, is right. Right. hung up. No, I didn't. I didn't hang up my head. Okay. Will you come back soon? Anytime. Anytime. Just let me know. I'm going to be on you. Please. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, come on. Listen. Where you smell? Hey, 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 yo, hey, yo. Can you, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Can you go get that girl number for me over there? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's go politic that right now. <laughs> <laughs> like who that bitch? Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Wait, yeah, that was like that was in '98, man. You remember that li- exact line? <laughs> oh yeah, man. I mean, you know, because I I pretty much em- emphasized on my lines. Like that's one thing I always <laughs> did. I always bring me to it. So you know, I would read the script. And I, my, my mind, all I would say, as long as I stay in the realm of what the hell's going on, I'm going to be me, because I'm not going to be a robot to it. You know what I'm saying? So, last, that's really Shaheem. Last time we were out, it was me, Shy, and this boy. I don't remember which boy's name was, but we was all trying to see who can get the waitress's number first. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He definitely was. <laughs> He's like, hey, what you say? Show more love. <laughs> Show more love, please, right? I just I just want to set the record straight and Courtney let you know that I'm the one that got the news. Welcome to Cherry's World. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.